<laughs> background. It looks like you're relaxing on the beach. <laughs> um, yeah, we need to imagine that. <laughs> I remember uh, the last time I met you was in uh, Taiwan. Actually, um, I was on campus at your lab, and mm -hmm. yes, yeah, a really in-depth presentation. Uh, but I just want to introduce you a little bit. You're now uh, leading a large biomedical engineering team doing research in this uh, medical research, uh, what is it called, 3D Printing Medical Research Institute at uh, China Medical University Hospital. Is that correct? Yes, correct. I was very impressed at the time that you're leading a really large engineering team. Um, why don't you share with us uh, what exactly do you guys do? You know, um, most of uh, uh, surgeons or physicians they really don't not they really don't know what is three D printing. But uh, our high level, uh, our hospital high level, they believe new technology like um, artificial intelligence or three D printing or um, very very new technology probably help our hospital can uh, developing a new tech for the patients or to provide a better service. So uh, we set up the, this lab or this center uh, five years ago. And then um, the hospital really gave me the largest resource to hire people to purchase the equipment, the better, the faster equipment. And then we start to um, um, to approach the clinical unmanned need. But you know, um, my background is now from the medical field. So uh, it's quite challenging for me to uh, understand the, the gap between the two fields. And then I, I believe we probably done something correctly. So uh, our um, application and our technology already penetrate into our hospital. And then um, this bring another impact. So other hospitals are, uh, in Taiwan, they, uh, uh, they observe we probably giving a new application or provide a better uh, tools to surgeons. So they uh, start to consult with us. And then um, it become a wave into, in Taiwan and to, to uh, all those hospitals uh, to set up their own uh, 3D printing center at Hosting Hospital. That sounds great. That sounds the the investment is paying off from the hospital right. side. Right. Mm -hmm. And and you guys are doing a lot of projects. I remember last time. Uh, well, actually, recently you wrote a couple of expert corner blogs. You know, at first it was talking about pre-surgical planning software. Right. The whole, whole workflow process. And then now you're actually also working on bioprinting projects as well. Right. So it's not just 3D printing for anatomical models, but really a variety uh, of research and development and applications. So what are you working on right now at the moment? Uh, <laughs> uh, you are right. Uh, in the very beginning, um, it's, it's very difficult or challenging for us to print an organ, you know? Um, but the, the main goal for medical field and, and 3D printing can do is we uh, imagine, can we print out an organ or tissue, a human part? That would be the end goal. But however, it's, it's not 
so clinical. It, that's not so application into the real world. So we start uh, at a very low level, like we can print the anatomic model, as you said. But in the end, we find out um, why can we um, doing better things? Like we help the surgeon, we help the the physician, we change their decision um, plan, or we change their uh, mindset. So um, we start to working with some uh, the surgeons. They they will provide their a man need. Like uh, they, they don't know. Um, how to planning the precisely, or they don't know how to observe the uh, some issues they cannot understand before they doing the surgery. So uh, we help them, especially in spinal surgery, we, we help them to provide uh, a software. This software, we are best on 3D printing technology, and this software can help them to build to to build up the digital model, to doing the planning, and then we can do the like spine uh, like the spine segment. And in the end, we are able to provide the bone density of the uh, the the spinal. So, I believe we really can help the surgeon to do the better surgical planning, and then we provide the uh, the precise templates or the tools when they are doing the surgery. And then after then we can help them to, to evaluate the results, to evaluate the outcomes. So um, that would be the second stage. But the end stage, uh, go back to what I said, um, how can we print out the tissues, organs, will be the end goal. So uh, we need to put the resource in I mean, in the very beginning. Therefore, after 10 years, we can see the progress. So um, therefore, I, I purchased a lot of like bioprinter mm -hmm. and uh, we have the uh, uh, engineer who is in biology, uh, uh, in, in the different fields. Probably they are stem cells expert or they are uh, biological uh, expert. And then we using uh, bioprinter as a tool to construct the different material. And then we uh, discussion the interaction between the cells and the, the uh, biomaterials. Mm -hmm. Then we, we are trying to um, build our foundation of the uh, printing organs research. Mm -hmm. so that's what we do. Um, is it hard to transition from, you know, regular polymer metal printing to bioprinting? Yeah, it's totally different fields. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can imagine um, the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, we got a lot of um, research in our university who is uh, understand sales better mm -hmm. than the engineer. So um, what we do is we bring the two groups people together and um, probably on the biological backgrounds person, they don't know how to use a bioprinter, but our engineer can help that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, along this research or collaborations process, then uh, both of those people, they will build up their domain knowledge, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it's a learning curve basically. Yes, right.
Yeah, and also um, we haven't talked about the topic of implants. Um, so there lately there are a lot of discussion about point of care three D printing, right. where right. hopefully uh, we can print patient specific implants locally at the hospital. Is right. this something that's already taken place at your hospital or something? No. Else? Not really. Uh, I believe the it's not the uh, technical problem. It's a regulation problem. Mm-hmm. So um, our hospital is not allowed to print anything for clinical use. We will need a regulation certification to do that. Mm-hmm. But a hospital is not allowed to do that. So we spin out a very small company. The small company um, is processing like uh, on the ISO and and uh, the older certificate, uh, the regulation issues. And then uh, they will provide the service to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But uh, the vascular design and uh, the, uh, the, uh, the planning procedure and uh, the, um, uh, the communication with surgeons is uh, the duty of our center. I see. Yeah. So the so, manufacturing um, process is outsourced, basically. Right, right, right. right. I believe um, it should be the same situation I mean, in the United States. But I'm not sure the what's the um, current state uh, for the Europe right now. Yeah, I have to say I, I've seen cases where I don't know if I think in hospital actually at, at least I've seen cases in East Europe they have done that. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is possible for I think maybe some of the hospitals have done one or two cases using that mm-hmm. 3D printing for mm-hmm. implants for mm-hmm. emergency use or just really complex cases. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have to say, this is a very uh, blurry area. I mean, this is right. an interesting discussion is, can hospitals become manufacturers self, you know, and, and that would change basically the business strategy for hospitals. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, my, my, one of my biggest impressions when I was in Taiwan uh, was that I feel Taiwan is an untapped uh, treasure box. There are so many uh, smart people, people who are extremely well-educated, either in medicine or technologies, uh, and there are a lot of inventions, there are a lot of innovations. Uh, some are uh, state-sponsored, some are privately sponsored. Um, I feel like I don't know how much the world knows about it. Uh, so when I was reading your written interview and you said that Taiwan is really a good location uh, to continue innovation and manufacturing of, of some of these uh, emerging tools, do you wanna just elaborate on that a little bit more for us? Yeah, 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 that would be my honor to do that. Uh, you know, um, in Taiwan's education process, um, the most smart person, students, they go to the medical school. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the second smart, the, the second level, they are smart as the same the surgeons or physicians. They go to the ICT industry. Mm-hmm. So uh, in Taiwan, we have a very strong uh, like a machine tooling industry. We have semiconductor industry. And, uh, and I believe we are the provider for the whole global world for, for the, the both industry. 
And uh, um, since healthcare system is very localized, is a very uh, 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 domain um, damaged uh, 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 direction. So if our um, engineer from the ICT or from the machine tools industry, they are able to help the healthcare person to build up the invention, uh, innovation, uh, tools or, or medical device that will be helped and we are able to do that. The question is um, uh, how can both fields people they change exchange their domain knowledge? It's uh, because we, we have a so different uh, backgrounds uh, education so uh, it's, it's quite a challenge. When, when I go to when I uh, first go to the hospital uh, as a director of the 3D printing medical center, and uh, I talk to the surgeons, um, it's quite impactful for me because we are talking about the uh, the difference or the, the tolerance about the one micron, two micron, mm -hmm. but they are talking about a millimeter. So um, I believe how to bring two fields people together and work and uh, um, since in Taiwan we have um, both uh, expert or talents to do that I believe we are able to um, invent or we are able to uh, uh, become a, a, a island with the new medical device for healthcare uh, the medical device uh, provider for the healthcare and we are able to design, we are able to manufacturing, we are able to, uh, to uh, we have a very good uh, healthcare system. So with three periods, uh, uh, those three parts, uh, I believe we can become the very good provider for the world, for the healthcare. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous of uh, Taiwan's healthcare right now as we're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, well, thank you very much for this interview with us, Evan. Uh, and I very much look forward to your presentation uh, in our upcoming June event, 3D Heals 2020, uh, where you're going to share more of your work and Taiwan with us. Um, me too, me too. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Take care.